welcome back to the Mill Spouse Mastermind Show. All this month, we have been talking about setting goals, planning your 2023, figuring out who you want to be and how you want to level up your life this year. And that's why I'm so excited to share today's guest with you because they are passionate about these very same things. Shayna and Vanessa are on a mission to help women get unstuck and level up their lives through financial coaching. Shayna, a military spouse, and Vanessa are best friends and business partners. They met in 2012 when their kids were in pre-K together. They are both Jesus followers, wives to amazing husbands, and moms to awesome kiddos. They live in Navarre, Florida, where the beaches are beautiful and the sun is almost always shining. They launched Ideal Balance on April Fool's Day 2020 when they realized that what so many women needed was not just more information. It was to take action. And their goal is to help their clients do just that. So today we're going to talk about how they became passionate about coaching, how they launched their business, and what they do to help women and couples budget and save. They also share some really practical tips for military families specifically who are looking to create a budget, save money, or set their families up for long-term financial health and success. So whether you are trying to work on setting better budgeting goals this year or you're just wondering how you use your skills and the things that light you up to make an impact in the lives of others, you're going to get a lot out of this conversation. So let's go ahead and dive into the show. made for more. More than the managing of schedules, keeping up with kiddos, and holding down the home front. Welcome to the Mill Spouse Mastermind Show. I'm here to help you navigate life as a military spouse, get unstuck, and craft a life with purpose. Hi, I'm Christine, a military spouse of over 10 years, mom of littles, and coffee connoisseur. You have something valuable to offer, and when you pursue the things that light your heart on fire, you trade frustration for fulfillment and isolation for a life of impact. If you feel stuck waiting for some future season to chase your dreams, then it's time to discover who you are meant to be because together we can change the world. Friends, I am so excited for those of you I got to speak with in last week's Plan Your 2023 workshop. I am excited for how you are going to grow this year, how you're going to step into owning your story and doing that thing that is on your heart. Whether it is a personal health and fitness goal that you are focused on this year or whether this is the year you actually launch your business. But here is what I want to say to those of you that missed the workshop. Some years, it's going to feel like we make a lot of progress towards becoming who we're meant to be. And some years, it feels like we can barely keep our heads above water. But the thing that will hold you back the most from actually doing something that you want to do, from actually making any progress and changing your life, 
is for you to do nothing, is for you to not set any intentions for the new year. If you're not having a goal to work towards, you're probably not going to make a lot of progress. Or if you just set a very vague goal of, I just want to improve my life this year. That's not tangible enough. It's not sticky enough or measurable enough for you to actually do something with it. It's just an idea, a dream. But a dream cannot become a reality without a plan to get there, a plan to move towards the thing on your heart. But friend, this is what I want for you this year. I want you to step into a life where you are not just existing, but truly living and designing a life you love, that you are moving towards discovering who you are meant to be. I want you to wake up excited and empowered to live and to love and to make a difference in the world. And that happens when you plan your 2023. So I just want to let you know a replay of the workshop is available on the website. You can get access to the full replay and the workbook to guide you through setting up your year, planning your year using my flexible goal setting method. And that is available when you go to millspousemastermind.com forward slash plan your 2023. I will leave that link up for just a couple more weeks. So please go take advantage of it before it comes down. I know life is crazy. I know that we can be reluctant to set goals when life feels crazy sometimes. We already feel frustrated and we don't want to add to feeling guilty or discouraged that we're not making more progress. But the whole reason I teach the flexible goal setting method is because it's not about the outcome. It's about the progress that we're making. It's about how we show up on a daily basis. It's about our intention. This is meant to give you life, not to beat you down. So I just want to say it is possible for you. And I believe you were made with for a purpose. And it's time for you to step into your story and to design a life you love. All right. As we are talking about setting goals for the year, we are talking about up-leveling our lives and we are talking about why our finances are an important piece of this puzzle. So let's go ahead and dive into my conversation with Shana and Vanessa of Ideal Balance. All right, Shana and Vanessa, welcome to the Mill Spouse Mastermind Show. I'm going to have each of you say hello so we can see whose voice goes with whose. And then I would love for you guys to just give us a little bit of background about who you are and what you do. Uh, I am Vanessa. I'm Shayna. Could you tell the difference? I hope so. (laughs) We are um, not only best friends, but business partners. And we've known each other for 10 years since our boys were four and they're now 14. Um, We met at the YMCA working out together. We started our business on April Fool's Day, 2020, smack, smack dab in the middle of the pandemic. So was there anything in particular about that date that made you like, this is the day we're starting? Um, I think we had been collaborating since 2019 and God really um, had 
neon shining lights that, that we were needed that yeah. we were supposed to be in business together yeah. and then so we kind of collaborated all fall into the winter and then we were sitting at my kitchen table i think and we're like okay yeah. it's april 1st today's today we're gonna do this and yeah. uh wow was that a was that a roller coaster ride <laughs> yeah 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 went fast after that for sure yep and Shana, what about you um what about me uh well so i am a military spouse retired like, let's put that ret right next to it. But before that, I was a military brat. And then I was in the Air Force. And then um, my husband uh, retired in 2020, right before everything happened. And Vanessa and I met when we were stationed to here with her the first time. We've left and come back. And then we started our business together. And a lot of our clients are um, military because yes. we live in a very heavy military area, which is perfect because... I know how to do military finances, so it works out really well. <laughs> and Vanessa's just really good at finances anyway, um, so it just really works out that way. Okay, so before we get started, how does it feel to be rooted in one spot now? Oh, listen, it's weird. I, ha I hired a life coach last year because I thought something must be wrong. There's no stress. There's no Next upcoming thing. Yeah. There's no million plans to make just so that the military changes it every 13 seconds. What am I doing? Like, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> but um, it's pretty cool. It's, it's kind of crazy to have um, that sort of choice and, um, you know, decision-making power. But it's really, it's fun. And now you get to be rooted, like you said. And by the time you've done that many years, it's, you're ready. Like I was really excited when we started, but by that point, you're like, can we, can we pause? Is that okay? Can we just stay in one place for a long time? It'd be great. I have this fear. Like I go back and forth between like, okay, like the idea of having a house that I can just decorate that house and like make it my own sounds amazing. But then part of me thinks that in a few years, I'll get bored and get itchy to start moving somewhere else. Yeah. I will tell you, I have been in Navarre since I was seven. And um, so I, I've never, we've never, I'm not military. My husband is bald. Everyone thinks he's military because he looks like it, but we've been here for a really long time. So the opposite effect for me is gosh, how amazing would that be to be able to travel and go different places and up on a whim? Hey, one year, two years, three years, we're up and out and you start a new beginning. So I, I will say, yes, it probably, you think that it's really nice to finally pick that home. But I, I wonder if you would miss, right? Miss it. Um, the constant change, the constant on the go. Yeah. Cause well, I think I would, I think I would definitely, um, I would have loved that. <laughs> yeah. I think how old are, do you, do you have kiddos? Yes, they are three, five, and seven. So that's when it really starts to change. And you want to be rooted then once they get older. Because when, when my kids started having to say goodbye to their friends every mm -hmm. few years, that was heartbreaking. And now they have friendships, which I didn't have as a military brat. They have friendships that can potentially last their whole lives. And that's really cool. And it, it and there's enough there's enough once they get older, you're there's so things to do that I feel like I'm fine. I If I was moving and trying to do all of this and relearn everything every time, I don't know if I would be good at that. But as you as you do, you find some way to express your need to be busy and productive uh, anyway. And um, that's so that, like having a business is a great yeah. alternative instead of moving. Yeah. Keeps your mind busy. <laughs> yes. When you are trying to do all the things, it is a lot. Uh, and I know like there's that idea that the grass is always greener on the other side. But I think... There are blessings to both, and there are things that 
I will be sad when, when when we are done and we don't get to like see a new place every few years. Well, I, what we'll talk about today, then you can just budget to travel on purpose. Mm. You know, like one thing that we've been realizing lately is we have, I'm going to cover her ears so she doesn't hear me. We have four spring breaks left with our boys. So you can really utilize, you know, once you're in place, you can go places on purpose, yeah. on purpose instead of where somebody else wants you to go. And yeah. that can be cool. Yes. There's that. I look forward to traveling. I have this travel bug and I've actually traveled less for fun yeah. <laughs> since marrying somebody in the military just because we traveled to see family. We travel because we're moving and I'm like, I just, I just like to travel for fun. Yeah. That could be a thing. All right. So talk a little bit about your business. Um, you said, I know we talked about it, it got started in 2020, but what was the idea behind it and how do you help people? The idea behind it, <laughs> we we do, our brains don't stop moving or working, <laughs> should I say. And we are, we are very fascinated in wanting and the idea of helping women and helping them succeed in their life and helping them reach that next level. And, and we have been through a lot with our lives financially. Um, you know, she gave me a book 10 years ago and it was Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover. And she's like, here, read this. My husband says we already do it. And I was like, okay, great. And I took it and I was like, we're selling everything. And I went to Europe for three months with the kids to see my grandparents and came back and sold the big house and got the tiny house and was mortgage-free and debt-free at 31. And it really propelled me to say, like, like what, what was this reason? Like, I know this, I know it happened because of hard work. But what's the why behind it? And the why became to help other people and show other people that they can do it too. And they don't have to be this millionaire to be able to you know, make it work. And she has a huge story on health and fitness. And um, so we decided to start you know, a coaching facility uh, or coaching studio on helping women uh, live their best life. Yeah. And um, specifically with finances, um, just the amount, like when we, I went through FPU, I don't know if you know about Financial Peace University and the amount of marriage improvement like yeah. you know that i i saw and then knowing in the military community like seeing the strife there's so many factors that go into it but there's so much stress and anxiety and bad communication and fights and everything with money we were just like this is such a big need because like she said it's not for millionaires this is for everyday everyday woman who has money and wants to do you feel a calling to be a better steward to do better with it to to make it go further, to make it go to the right places. That's what we do. And we help people once they improve their marriages, they stop fighting about money, and then they get to start funding stuff, their, for fun. their vacations for fun on purpose yeah. instead of the same one every Christmas back home <laughs> and stuff yeah. like that. You know, So that's kind of the, yeah. where it started. And they start seeing their money work for them in their favor, planning on purpose, doing things on purpose, building wealth. Um, you know, We've helped many people who are in the military transition to either retiring or getting mm -hmm. out on purpose because now they can okay. financially afford it and they can now do this dream job that they always thought they wanted to do, um, mm -hmm. if that's their choice, you know? And so it's just, it's just been amazing to watch people transform, like their lives completely transform because of better financial habits. I mean, I think it's, it's a conversation that I've been wanting to have on the show for a while because we all have budgeting challenges as military families. Mm -hmm. uh, when you move a lot, that can be expensive. And, you know, if you're stationed somewhere where cost of living is really high yeah. and if you are in a place where your BAH isn't covering the cost of your housing, 
that can be a financial drain. And like you said, it's one of the number one causes of strife in marriages. And there's enough challenges in military marriages Mm -hmm. as it is that when you add that money component, it just makes it even more challenging. So let's start there and talk about money and marriage and conversations, because I know this is this area where people struggle to communicate well. Yes, absolutely. It's not only the area they struggle to communicate well, it's the worst area of communication, I feel like, in human in our human population, yeah. and then especially in marriages. It's like this bad juju to talk about money. And then it's like taboo, right? Yeah, it's like- taboo. And then and then, then whatever baggage you bring in about money into the marriage, then there's that added on. Or the baggage about money that you didn't know that was there. Now you have to have a hard conversation about it, right? Right. So um, so the first thing that we want to say is that it's important to communicate on purpose. So many times these conversations that we have about money are like, as I'm passing you, right. like, well, oh, by the or, way. Yeah. <laughs> or just to let you know. Yeah. Or, um, you know, when the card bounces because you're trying to buy dinner, oh, what happened? Like, so instead we want to set aside time on purpose to talk about money because it is what is uh, making your life happen. You know, it's not, it's not to talk about it because it's, um, you know, we're, we're vain or whatever. And we want to talk about how much money we have. It's like, this is important part of our life. It, it is what makes us be able to do things. So we need to talk about it on purpose. Yeah. We don't want to be driven by money, right? Like, but also we have to understand the money makes the world go round. We all have money. We need money to survive. And so we have to talk about it. We have to be open. We have to communicate about it. We have to know what's going on. I mean, usually in a marriage, there's always going to be one person that does the finances, right? Sometimes it's the wife, sometimes it's the husband, but you still have to communicate together about it. It can't be one person does it and the other person just is given a card and maybe on get, yeah. yeah on allowance or gets yelled at if they go over or wh- mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? Like you both have to know and understand the finances and the bank account and why it's there and how it's being used. Yeah. And so we basically just say schedule it, you know, the the idea being theoretically once a month, if not more often, um, once a month, for sure, we need to schedule time to talk about it. And this is important. We're going to talk about what happens in the meeting in a second. But what doesn't happen outside? When Vanessa said there's different personalities, there are people like me, maybe that I don't want to talk about money all the time. Like it, I just, I, I don't, I know it's there. It's fine. It's over there. But then there's my husband who's like, look at this new budget I created every 13 seconds, literally. I'm like, that's great, babe. We'll talk about that at the budget meeting. So the important thing is to schedule. And then whichever one of you is the crazy one, I'm just kidding, the really smart, awesome person, you're not allowed to talk about it outside of that meeting, right? Mm-hmm. Because it does like if there's, there's two in stress. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're going to schedule it and then we're not going to be talking about it outside of the meeting and we're not going to be a barking chihuahua is what yeah. Dave Ramsey are. We're certified through Dave. That's what he calls it. Like you're just nipping at their heels constantly da, 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 about it. It's like, no, 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 that's no longer allowed. Okay. We're going to yeah. save it for the meeting. <laughs> because you have usually a financial guru or the saver and then you have the spender. And when you're bringing it up to the spender all the time, it, it really is kind of a stressor for them. And so you want to respect that. You want to respect your spouse and how they feel about money. And then they want, you want them to respect you and how you, how you see money. And so if you schedule it, like Shana said, and have it on purpose once a month, there's 365 days of the year. We're asking you for 12 of those mm-hmm. to sit down, schedule it, make it on purpose. 
um, and make it fun. Like you yeah. have the opportunity to make it a date night. You know, send yeah. the kids to bed, bring snacks, bring drinks, bring fun things or whatever, you know, and and talk about it. So it's an open conversation and not like this stressful, dreaded, dreaded meeting in a dark, right. with like a Dungeon. spotlight <laughs> on you. Like, oh, it's not that. Like, my life is over. Yes. Well, I might as well just call it now. No, it's it can be a fun thing. You're dreaming about your goals together. You're financing your goals and you're yeah. talking about that in this meeting. You're paying for your daughter to go to singing lessons or whatever. Like there's cool things that are happening in this meeting. So we're going to make it fun. Um, the degree of fun that you want to make it is up to you. My husband and I go to a brewery with a, with a laptop and we do a spreadsheet and that's how it's happening. And we're nerdy and we yeah. accept it fully. We had a client and I love her. I'll <laughs> I never say, I, I have to say yes. it. She's like, the only way I could get him to the budget meeting is I, if I had agreed to be naked and it worked, it worked for them. They got debt free. They are amazing yep. humans. I love them yep. so much. They're actually very godly people. Sounds yep. weird, but <laughs> but that's what she did to make it fun for him. But anyway, it's just like, let's stop dreading this conversation. Let's make it on purpose. Make it fun. It's going to be okay. We're going to make it through. Yeah. Well, I love that. I, I really think the more you dread something, it's really all the energy and the perspective that you bring to it that really kind of sets the tone for the whole thing. So we're coming, we're setting aside a time for a meeting, we're going to make it fun. And then what happens? Yeah, right. Well, and then what happens? <laughs> um, so we're today we thought we would talk a little bit specifically about how you know military people can use um, allotments and stuff. But in the meeting, you're dreaming, mm -hmm. you're planning, you're budgeting, you're doing all of that stuff. Yeah, if you've never sat down and even had a vision cast meeting with your spouse before. That's the first thing, yeah. Yeah, this is a great time to set an extra like five, 10 minutes aside and say, first of all, what are our financial goals? This may be the first time that you guys are asking each other that. I mean, mm -hmm. I think when you're um, dating or whatever, you might throw out some some goals and some life missions that you have. But then when you're married and the business of life, right? Yeah. Everything happens. You're moving in the military. Somebody gets TDY, right? You have kids. You kind of forget about all that. I mean, then you forget to do it again. So if you can sit down and have a vision meeting and say, what are, what are our goals? What are we yeah. striving for? Set that. And then from there, you can make everything else in line with what that vision is. Yeah. Yeah, we call it a dream date meeting because yeah. like Vanessa said, you get so busy as a couple with the life, uh, the business of life that you stop dreaming. That's what you did when you first got together. You were dreaming about your children or your house or whatever. You're dreaming about these things. So so you want to make sure you have a, a time to dream. And that's what really starts to unite you. Like you don't want to do all of this work of budgeting and and talking about money if you don't have a shared vision that's exciting. Like, And if you don't know where it's going. Yeah, like then you're just doing it. And that's actually where most people are at. They're just going through the races. They're just making the motions and you don't know for the why. What's the why yeah. at the end? So You're just trying to buy the groceries and pay for the kids' activities and all the things and all of a sudden like, okay, there's nothing left in the bank. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. So that's, that's, so that's the first thing. Um, and then you can, so, you know, one thing we thought that would be helpful for your um, folks is to talk about using allotments to reach your financial goals. Yeah. So obviously, you know, you probably, everybody may or may not know what an allotment is, but it's where the, the military will take out money from the first and the 15th paycheck specifically and put it in one spot, right? So it's taking out of each paycheck evenly to go to one spot that you direct it to. Yeah. I mean, we wanted to just draw attention to some people may not know I've never signed up for it or right. um, didn't know that you could use it for the for saving purposes, right? So we wanted to bring attention and bring light to that, that use them. There's these opportunities for you to have these basically savings accounts that mm -hmm. you could use um, to help save you money and you should take advantage of it. Yeah. And then 
once you do that, it's helping you keep that money. It's putting that money out of sight, out of mind. In the civilian world, a lot of people, their insurance comes out before they see it, which is important so that your insurance bill never bounces. If you don't ever see it, then you're not going to start thinking in your brain to spend it. So it's out of sight, out of mind. It also keeps you more accountable because Mm -hmm. what's left over from whatever your goals were with the allotment, what's left over and in your bank account, you know for sure that's all the money you have. Yeah. And so you you can hold yourself accountable to that. And that kind of helps. I feel like there's a lot of people out there that their spouse gets the paycheck, they just see the money in the bank, and really there's no concept of what's possible or how you would go about getting started with allotments. So can you kind of speak just that basic foundation? How would you go about getting that set up and who to talk to, how you get started? Yeah, so that's just, it's really funny because I have so many clients that like the wife has the account access, right? So it's, or the uh, the non-military spouse. Anyway, so it's just funny. Um, yeah, you're just going to go to their, you know, their MyPay or whatever, whatever. What is the website now called? It's changed so many times. It's MyPay, I'm pretty sure. The DFAS logon, where you log in and you elect how much taxes you're giving and all that kind of stuff. It's the same place. It's very, they make it very, very easy to set up. The hardest part is logging in to anything. Logging into it's anything true. these days is really hard. Mm-hmm. Once you do that though, you have to maybe give them some blood. You've, you've made it. Anyway, so it's just on that website. It's very simple. It's easy to do. Um, like I said, logging in is the, part, is the hardest part. But to back up, <laughs> that is one of the things that we want to solve here is it cannot be a one-person one show. Yeah. And, and sometimes it just is out of necessity. It just has been. And I think it's especially important. The reason this is like so important is on, on, on one hand, you can't leave the non-military spouse hanging and they need to have understanding and access and con- and some control to the finances and they need to know like what's going on yeah right and then on the other end i always think of the member military if they're deployed or their tdy or whatever they're doing they don't need to be worried about money <laughs> it's the last thing they need to be worried about right so we really have to as a military couple get on the same page and be doing it together because it's not fair to either one especially the environment, to do it alone. Yeah. And I don't think it's on purpose. I think it just happens. And then it just ends up being the way that you do things. And then you don't think to change it or what's it's been working, working, quote unquote. Right. So you don't really think to, to modify it. But like Shana said, when you have both of you guys on the same team working at it together, the one that's gone doesn't need to worry about it. So the one at home can. And then when you're home, then you can both tackle it together and then you both know where everything is and how to access it and and the amount of money that's going towards what so it just makes it a lot simpler when you're going to talk about your budget and Mm -hmm. um it just makes it easier in general when you are trying to reach your goals if you don't know what your goals are and it's really hard to reach them weird it's really hard to reach them if you don't know them for sure but then um it's just, it's just about like the improvement in your marriage is going to start when you confront all of these things. So, because let's be honest, the reason that a lot of times we're not sharing stuff is because we're not being honest about what we're doing with our money. Yeah. And it's not necessarily that you're being sneaky, but it's just, I don't, it's, it's kind of icky. You don't mm-hmm. really want to talk about it, but you probably both want to honestly have that issue a little bit, but, but it's better to get it out on the table because it's just going to keep the hardest part. It's going to keep nagging. Like we have so many clients that they end up our clients because well, I finally told him I had that credit card <laughs> and he said, I better get some help. So here I am. And yeah. that's fine. Like, let's just get rip the bandaid off. Yeah. Like you can totally recover and heal and, and your marriage can be improving and y'all can be on top of your finances together, but you've got to confront and get it all on the table. 
And it's usually way less scary yes. than it seems in your head, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think some people are like, okay, like I, I really don't want to cut back on the Target trips. Or there's the idea of, hey, I just don't enjoy numbers and I want somebody else to take care of that. But I think it's so important as a military spouse to be informed for exactly what you talk about. If your spouse is TDY, if they're deployed, if something happens to them, it's so important to have that understanding of what the finances are and how to manage that well. Yeah. Yeah. And and just about the target trips, first of all. <laughs> I think that you you help your your community already. I, I've heard your podcast telling them, you know, find find some peace and some find your purpose and do all of that, which will help with the target trips on one hand. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll that will leave that part to you. As far as the budget, though, let's budget the target right. trips. Like it's yeah. not about the, that's what people think budgeting is. This B word is what we've heard it called. Yeah, but it's restricting. Yeah, it's giving you freedom. Like okay, this I know every month. This is how much I can spend at Target to my heart's content or whatever. And I don't have to feel guilty. I don't have to worry. I know it's there and I can do it. And that's that's what the budget is, right? Yeah. And then also looking at the budget, you might find, hey, if I don't spend 500 and I just do 200 at Target every month, what could I do with that? Oh, we can go to Disney. Oh, we, we could tell or, or whatever. Aside, yeah. and, and it just helps you realign your values. It's never about not doing anything. It's about like, what's more important? Right now, because I haven't looked at the long-term vision or we haven't talked about it as a couple, going to Target seems like the most fun thing. But when I really step back and look at it, like us taking that, this isn't personal now, us taking that trip to Greece as a couple that we've been saying, that is way more important than going out to eat every night or whatever. You know what I mean? So I just want to throw that little caveat in there. Yeah. We always have a non-negotiable line item in our client's budget um, for fun spending because you need it. If you don't have that and we tell them it's a non-negotiable. Um, because if you don't have it, you're going to find it and you're going to spend it um, elsewhere. So it's okay to have those those trips to Target. But we always tell clients too, like ask if you go ask a wealthy person how they got wealthy, it's not going to be on accident. It was on purpose. Right. And like Shana said, it's okay to take the trips or it's okay to go here. It's okay to go here as long as it aligns with your vision and your goals. I mean, I think it's interesting because it ties into everything that we talk about on this podcast. Number one, it comes down to your mindset and thinking about it in a different way and seeing it not as something that's holding you back, but something that's actually giving you freedom. Right. Yep. And shifting the way that we think about money is an important starting point. And then it comes down to habit formation, right? If you are focused on what's going to make you happy in the short term, then you never achieve a long-term goal for anything right. and really being able to keep that long-term goal in mind so that you're making your decisions and your actions based on what you really want long-term, not just what's going to feel good in the moment. Yeah. We, we like to call that adulting. <laughs> <It's> annoying. <laughs> We're like, this is what being a grown-up is all about with your money. Welcome. Yeah. But I think the, the big point that you're saying about like confronting confronting those habits and confronting it is in the mindset. Like how many times I've had, you know, a single mom, military mom, whatever it is, they think they're bad with money. And I'm like, let's look at the facts here. You're doing really well with what you've got and what you know. I'm going, all you need is more information mm -hmm. and a little coaching to, to put it into action. 
Like you're doing really well and you're identifying as this person that's terrible with money and that's wrong. It's not true. Because they want to do better. Yeah. They want to be good with money. They just don't, like Shana said, they're, they don't know what they don't know. And that's so we love to come in and help them. This is, this is brand new information. Right. Now what are you going to do with it? And then you watch them soar with it. Mm-hmm. So it's just really cool. Yep. Well, and you're there to help them along the way. It's not just like you read a book about the subject and then you're like, but it's, I'm still not doing it. You're there to coach them along the way and, and give that support. Mm-hmm. So with allotments, um, going back to that really quick, you can use that to set up, um, to use that for bills, for saving, for investing, for a Christmas account. There's so many different ways that you yeah. could use it. Um, and so we just wanted to point that out, that it doesn't necessarily have to be, I don't know, what is an, what's a, a reason you would use an allotment? Uh, to pay a bill specifically, right. like pay your car payment or whatever or something like that. Yeah, I think, and I think I, most of my clients would do something like that with it, but you can make it fun. It can be a fun way to use an allotment, um, say for a Disney trip or something, vacation. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. But um, today we kind of wanted to dive a little bit deep into, so you can use it for saving, you can use it for investing, you can do it for lots of things. Our favorite system that we teach our clients is, and this is everybody, but it works so much easier with military because mm-hmm. they can do allotments, is an automatic bills account. Because bills are important to pay on time, okay? Yeah. Because first of all, I don't know if your audience understands how much it frustrates us that billions of dollars are paid in NSF fees every year. Every year. Like 11? Is it like 11 billion? Something like that. Banks collect. That's actually their biggest moneymaker is your your bounce fee. (laughs) So we hate those. And so that's what this – so what we like to do is set up an automatic bills account because it separates your spending money. And your bills money, which those bills have to be paid. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Whether or not you go to Target is questionable, right? So we just separate that so that you can systemize it and get everything more organized and less willy-nilly. Yeah. Imagine having, basically, it's like having a personal assistant paying your bills. Like you have this account. Its only job is to pay bills. There's nothing else that you're doing with it. And um, so like like Shane said, your grocery money, none of that is being put in that this account's sole responsibility is to take care of your monthly um, utilities or all that. So it's just, it's just, it's a mind changer. Every time we introduce it to a client, they're like, why haven't I been doing this for years? Um, Her and I ended up doing it separately. Didn't even know before we even started our company. And then when we talked about it, we're like, I do that. Oh, you do that? Hasn't Mm -hmm. it changed my life? And so we just implemented it with all of our clients and uh, it's just worked really well. Yeah. So real quick, we'll just walk you through how to set it up. Yep. Um, the first thing you want to do is designate an account that's specifically for bills. And real quick, the definition of bills <laughs> <laughs> is you is something that is invoiced monthly, basically. That's how you know for sure. It's the same amount monthly at the same time. That's generally a bill, right? Like your car payment. Like your car payment, your, your cable bill, whatever. Those other things that are for funsies are not bills, right? Um, they are expenses, but right. they're not bills. So that's important, right? Because you need to be able to count on it monthly. Um, and so when you designate an account, some people repurpose an account. So like you might current. already have an account where a lot of bills are coming out and you don't want to re-enter all that. That's one option. Another option is to open up a completely new account. Either way, this account is now going to be only for bills. We're going to rename it. Super fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. And um, we have a lot of names. Bills, bills, bills. What were, I mean, we have so many more. We should My name those. is No. Yeah. There's all kinds of names for the bills account, but you rename it and you, you designate the account. Mm-hmm. So once that's done, then you can start to set it up, right? Yeah. we Bank suggestions, USAA, um, any type of credit union is really, right. really good. You can, I mean, I think I have like, oh, I don't know, like 19 accounts at my bank, but they're very organized. They're renamed. They're all basically allotments um, where my husband's money goes in, it funnels out to everything and you can watch it all grow and you know exactly what that money is for. 
So, all right, to set up the account, you're going to start this system at the beginning of a month because if you start it in the middle of a month, you have some bills that have come out, some bills that haven't come out. So you want to make sure you start at the beginning of the month so that way you know how much money you need to put into it. Yeah. So you're going to make sure that the first thing you need to do is make sure your direct deposit, which is in this case going to be the allotment, right? Yeah. So we're going to we're going to figure it out, but the amount, but the allotment is going to go into this account, right? And so and and that's what you need to know. And nothing, nothing, nothing else. There's some, it gets more complicated if you're not military. It's really exciting. But for military, it's just the allotment. Um, and then you're going to ensure you have a debit card for this account, mm -hmm. um, the, the same account. And then you're going to remove any way to spend money from this account other than that one debit card. You're going to remove. If, yeah. what, what are some options? So like if it's attached to PayPal and Amazon mm -hmm. and Walmart, um, Venmo, if this account is attached to anything that you spend money on, you need to remove it. Yeah. Except for like mine is obviously attached to my Google account because I pay my Spotify with it. So and the only reason why you need a debit card is for the chances of bill, the bill doesn't take, take an, AC, an ACH. Right. Like, uh, you know, like the automatic payment. Yeah, yeah. Automatic. So that's the only reason you need a debit card. Everything else, if you have separate other account, like debit cards because you used to share that account, everything needs to go except for the one way to spend money. Um, and you're going to close those for sure. So then the next step is obviously the important part. This you're going to have a budget. Obviously, you're going to have had a budget because you're so good at budgeting. You're, you're amazing so good at budgeting money. now. Um, and you're going to go ahead and figure out what your amount is. You're going to you need a monthly amount for how much your bills are. Right. So you're going to go line for line through your budget debt payments or bills, too. Mm -hmm. So we're going to make sure we get those in there. And you're going to go through. You're going to add all of that up, but you're also going to set up every one of those bills to be automatic. Now, some of these you have maybe done or they did for you. So this is the opportunity. It's going to be a little work. It's going to be worth it. We're going to yeah. make sure every single one of these bills can be paid automatically through the system, or we're going to pay them through like USA or Navy Federal. You can bill pay those, right? Every bill we're going to pay automatically. Yep. Um, and then we're going to try for the ACH payments like we talked about because they avoid the most fees. And sometimes you'll get a discount yeah, too if you set up the ACH. Yeah. And then if not, obviously you're going to um, use your debit card to, to pay that. And you're going to set up paperless billing while you're here. It's just, just do, do it. Just Automate. do it while you're there. Because <laughs> we're working on automating everything. Paperless yeah. billing is part of that. Right. And then also this debit card that you've net, you now have for this allotment account um, for your bills, once you set everything up and you've used the debit card to attach to all your bills or your ACH, you don't carry that debit card on you. There's no reason to have it. It doesn't do anything for you because you're not, remember, you're not spending money out of this account. So that debit card stays at home in the underwear drawer or the, or the safe or wherever, right? So that way um, you're not spending it. And again, it, you've already removed it from all of your potential spending accounts online. Yeah. It's only there for an emergency as far as like if a bill doesn't get paid or something like a fluke happens or you need to add a new payment to your bills. Yeah. Um, and also when Shana says anything that's added monthly, uh, also add like if you have quarterly bills, um, pest control, usually quarterly, things like that, that come up, Sam's Club memberships or things like that. Make sure you add those on there too. And you add those to your monthly allotment. You just, you know, divide it by 12. So you can figure out how much you need to add monthly into that account. Yeah. So that, so what she's talking about, when you have that process of going through your bills and figuring out that number, that number is now your allotment number, right? And you're going to give it a little bit of a buffer, not much, maybe like a hundred bucks. It kind of depends on what your, what your life is like. You're going to give it a little bit of a buffer just in case, you know, sometimes the electric bill is just a little bit or whatever, you know, so, some, some stuff changes and you're going to set up your allotment. And now you know what the allotment is going to pull half. If you, if you, you got to be careful because if you do it too soon or too late, it's going to pull it all from one paycheck, which is not going to be the worst thing because all your bills are going to be covered. 
but you just got to be aware of that. And then if you do it closer right before the 15th, then it'll pull from both. Either way, now all of your bill money is going to be, that was the sucking noise. They're going to be sucked out and automatically put into your bills account because yeah. your allotment amount is now going into your bills account. And that allotment amount is the amount of bills that you need or that you pay every month, no matter what, right? So now we've got it set up to where you're getting the money deposited into the account mm -hmm. and we've set up all of these automatic payments and they're going out automatically. And so what, you so what's happening is things are automatic. And your life just became that much more simple. I mean, it is a, it's really nice to see. And, and literally her and I probably log in once a month in our account yeah. Well, her husband log in once a month in the account to, just to make sure everything is the way it's supposed to go mm -hmm. and nothing is like, Oh, you know, a wonky fee or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that you don't have to do anything, everything mm -hmm. yeah. you've put the money in, the money is coming out. That's it. That's all you have to do. It's so important because it saves your brain calories. What happens with most people is they're doing what we call bank account balancing. And so they, they log in, they're like, I have this much money. I should be good. But this is not good. The $11 billion NSF fees is proof of that. But the problem is, do I have enough for gas? What if, has every bill come out? Yeah. I don't know. I'm is not sure. I can't is something still pending? Do I have enough money to go to Target today? Like we need to we need to save those brain calories because now everything's completely separate. And we have another system for stuff like groceries and um, gas and, and gas yeah. and all that. But for now, you will know my bills will be paid on time every month, and yep. everything left over, I know that it does. All my bills are paid, and I can have that peace of mind. But more than that, like she had a client. She would wake up every Saturday, get her cup of coffee and spend a couple hours going over her bills. And we're like, what are you doing? That sounds yeah. terrible. Let's show you a different way. So it's so a question. Is it easy to change how much is coming in or out of the allotment account? Because here's, here's my thought. When you move, all of those bills, all of those automatic payments, yeah. they change and trying to set up okay, we're, we're here. Like what are, how much is everything going to cost? How easy is it to change once you've set it, that all up? Yeah, it's really easy. And like, we just, uh, we just had a client move from Colorado to Florida, uh, recently and she changed it. The, the weird thing is it doesn't change that much. Yeah. Think about what actually changes, maybe yeah. your power and your internet well, cable. But even the amounts don't change. Yeah, like, right. So like sh her allotment, I think was $3,900. And I think she moved it to 4,000 or something because it was like, cause yes, all the actual bills are going to change like companies, but the amounts are not going to be probably that much, but they It'll will be, be a little bit but it is easy. I'm telling you, the hardest part is logging in. I'm not lying about that. And then yeah. you just can change it. <laughs> and I will tell you, so like one of the big question we get is, well, I can't do electric or my water bill because that changes every month. Well, actually you can do a 12 month average. You can log into your account and do a 12 month average. And we suggest starting this in the fall. Um, so that way, right now is a perfect time to be able to do that. So that because if your bills are less, but you're going to be allotting for more for the summertime and the wintertime when you're using a lot of AC and a lot of heat. So that way you're averaging out what your 12 months is and you're always putting the same amount in, but it's going to cover your bill regardless if it's high or low. And the good thing is when you move, so many things change, but it's like, I always have this bills account. I know exactly which account always pays all the bills. So when I call the, the um, power company, when I call the cable company and I'm getting everything set up, I have the same account. It's all already set. It's funded. I don't have to think about like, you know, it's just, it's, it's just systemizing your life, automating mm -hmm. your life in one more area so that you don't have to use brain calories in the moment. Yeah. It's the most important part. <laughs> For sure. It, it's nice when you don't have to think about something and it's actually working for you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. You don't, in the moment, you know exactly what is happening with your money without having to worry about it. It's happening for you automatically. Um, all you have to do is supervise it. And yep. a lot of times what we find is then people 
lots of people. It's not just her. She was probably just the first one to do it or my husband. I don't know. They would go on the first and now they're paying all their bills early. They're like, I'm not waiting. I'm so excited. I, I know the money's there and I don't have to worry about it. I'm paying all the bills, all the bills. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, it's, it's funny what kind of nerd you might turn into once you, once you feel better about your money situation, you know? For sure. So as we wrap up, if someone is trying to figure out all this out and they're like, I need some help, where do they go to get in touch with you? What, what can you offer and how do they connect with you? Yeah, it's super simple. They can go to myidealbalance.com slash finance. Like mm-hmm. it's that simple. That's where we're at. We, I mean, you can go to our website. You can email us info at myidealbalance.com as well. But yeah, that's, that's as simple as it is. Yep. And we, um, we do one-on-one coaching to help clients. And, and we tell them like our goal is to be able to give you your wings and for you to fly yeah. away and be able to do it on your own. Again, we have clients that have been with us for a long time because they love the accountability. But honestly, like if we can implement these systems in a short period of time and allow them the, you know, the success to be able to do it on their own, like that is amazing. That feels yeah. really good for us to be able to show them, help them, coach them, yeah. change their mindset, change their habits, and then yeah. set them free. Yeah, because it's a spectrum. There are people yeah. that like we have had, not very many, but we have had people that they coach for one month. They get everything set up and they're done. Yeah. Like they, they, that's all they it's needed. Like our 1%. They just needed to know the how and they're done. And then there's people that need a little bit more, right? They just need a little bit more. They're, it takes, you're going to pry this credit card from my cold dead hands, whatever, stuff like that. So it's like a slower process. And then there's just people, like Vanessa said, they have big goals and, and they just need a lot longer time. And mm-hmm. that's fine. Either way, wherever you are in the spectrum, it's okay to get coaching. Like it's okay to get help with something that you're not feeling good about because what's the alternative? You know what I mean? Just try to keep doing what you're doing. It's right. probably not going to work out as well. Yeah, if you're happy with what you're doing, obviously keep doing. But if you can see room for improvement, we'd love to chat with you and help you. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. This has been really good, really beneficial. Last question for both of you. What is each of your big goals for the future? Oh, we have the same goal. <laughs> Shocking. We have. We are we're fine. Um, we're ready. so much alike. It's fine. Um, our goal, our biggest financial goal is to retire our husbands from their current job that they're both in that they love. Yeah. I'm shaking my head. They don't love them. <laughs> they have um, paved the way and provided, you know, for their families for so, so much. And, and we would love to be able to switch roles, not obviously have them be stay at home, but to be able to maybe change and, and do something they never thought about doing. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on and for sharing. Um, hopefully you will be getting lots more people headed your way because I know this is something that so many of us struggle with and it's just really good to have those resources um, because when you know better, you can do better. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Exactly. Thank you for the opportunity thank to you for be having here. Us. Okay, friends, I hope you got so much out of that episode. Send me a message. Let me know what you loved, what your big takeaways were from this episode because I know finances are such an important piece of our conversation, especially as military families who move a lot, who have all of these added expenses and understanding the systems that the military uses to pay and what types of pay and when you get that, when you don't get that, and how to set this all up can be confusing. And that's why people like Vanessa and Shana are here to help. So I would encourage you, if you have questions, please reach out to them. Go listen to their podcast. That's a free way to get started. Then you can see if that their coaching would be something that you would benefit, that your family would benefit from. 
Don't forget the replay of the Plan Your 2023 workshop is still available for you to go grab. I hope you will take time to set some goals for this year, to really set a budget for this year, and that you would use those money conversations to really start to have some good conversations about your future, about dreams, about the things that are on your heart, that are on your spouse's heart. Because ultimately, that's what we want to do. We want to help you tap into what are the things that light me up and what do I want to do with that? How can we live with more meaning and purpose and build a life, design a life that we love? This is your opportunity to dream about the future. Whether you want to start your own purpose-fueled business, whether you want to invest your time into working for or starting a nonprofit or or whatever those dreams are thinking about finances with that long-term view in mind is so important and I know that's hard to do when it feels like there's barely enough money to pay the bills that you have but the more that you can adopt that long-term mindset the more it's going to pay off in the long run so I hope you got a lot out of this. I would love for you to hop into our free Facebook community and let me know your thoughts. Go to millspellsmastermind.com forward slash community to jump inside, introduce yourself. I would love to connect with you. Until next time, may you live filled, fueled, and full of joy. Hey friend, before you go, the Mill Spouse Mastermind community is here to help you thrive as a military spouse, figure out what lights your heart on fire, and equip you to create a life of impact. You can have an incredible impact simply by heading over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. And if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others too. Spread the word by taking a screenshot of this episode and share it to your stories so we can continue to reach more people, change more lives, and shift the way that military spouses look at life. Because we are better together, and together we can change the world. Let's do it.